title of the message is he is coming with his reward he is coming we all know that he is coming Jesus is coming but did you know that he is coming with justice he is coming carrying his reward his reward the wages of sin is death his reward those who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved he is coming he is here with his reward turn to your neighbor and say you will be rewarded God is just God is just you will be rewarded you know if you look unto him you look beyond this realm into the realm of Jesus if you look beyond you will see him ready to reward everyone justice those who have sacrificed worked heartily unto the Lord will be rewarded those who turn their back on him and scoff and blaspheme will be rewarded there is justice amen I want to encourage you that as you serve God from the heart that he sees and you according to his word are laying up treasures in heaven Matthew 16 25 whoever desires to save his life will lose it you live your life to be rewarded with temporal stuff you know all over the world it seems that people live for money and that they get upset and angry about money and the temporal the temporary reward of things is what they live for I was talking with two ladies Latinos in the States and they were end-of-life carers so they go in and they care for someone generally for the last few hours 24 hours 48 hours of their life and they were saying that in some of the rich parts mainly they're in California in some of the rich areas they go in and they care for the rich who are dying and they say we cannot say anything about Jesus because on their deathbed they will sue us and they die some of them you can smell the rotting flesh because they will not give up their possessions all their life they've lived to have the beautiful house and this and that and now they try to hold on to it and you can smell the rot of death as they refuse to give up and she said the Christians they'll say things like I'm ready to go and they die in peace 
You don't want to live your life for simple rewards that you cannot take with you. Amen. For whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? You can work, 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 work for all the things that people think are important and lose your soul. Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? People talk about the value of things. But how valuable is your soul? Of what value do you place on the eternal destiny of your soul and the health, well-being of your soul now? Some people, they get cheated, someone stole from them and their soul is darkened with bitterness grudge resentment and they destroy their own soul let it go let it go turn to your neighbor and say let it go how valuable is your soul for the son of man will come in the glory of his father with his angels then he will reward each according to his works he's coming he will reward you hallelujah you are saved by grace you are rewarded by grace revelations 22 12 the lord says and behold i am coming quickly and my reward is with me he's coming to reward you He's coming for those who live their lives for Jesus Christ. He is coming to reward you. I remember a man with cancer standing before me and the Lord said, you can't pray for him until you ask him a question. So I asked him the question, what church do you go to? He said, I can't really say I go to church. And I said to him, Jesus heals the body to save the soul. Are you really, are you ready to give your heart to Jesus? And he stared at me, a dead stare. I said, when you're ready, I'll pray for you. He turned around and sat down. Your soul is what is important to God. Jesus Christ came into the world as the saviour of your soul. And he is coming again. And he brings with him his reward. For those who believe in him, trust in him, love him, serve him, give him your life. He comes with his eternal Treasures, rewards. Amen. So in this life, whatever you do, do it in faith. Do it unto the Lord who sees in secret. And the God who sees in secret 
will reward you. All your life, live it in faith. Live it trusting him. Don't let your life just go by, you know, just doing the normal things. Why not live by faith? Because when you do your life by faith, the God who sees your life will reward you. For example, you step out in faith and you help someone. God sees your faith and your love and he will reward you. You get it? You get it? You can live life doing stuff without respect for your Lord and Master. You can do church, you can do religion, you can help people, but you're just being a good religious person. But if you do it from the heart unto him, if you do it in faith, if you do it in the love of God, God will see and reward you. Are you living your life by faith or are you living your life as a good person? Take heed that you do not do charitable deeds before men, Jesus said in Matthew 6.1, to be seen by them. Otherwise you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore when you do a charitable deed, when you do something... Do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they will have their reward. They have their reward. When people tap you on the back and say, well done, that was great. If you did it to receive the tap on the back, that is your reward. But if you did it unto the Lord, not seeking the tap on the back, not seeking recognition, then the God in heaven who sees your heart and the true motives of your life, he will reward you and great is his reward. When you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret. And your father who sees. Turn to your neighbor and say, your father sees you. Your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. It takes faith to do things in the secret, knowing, believing that he will reward you openly publicly before others hallelujah takes faith God will reward your faith when you look in the New Testament the thing the grace that God acknowledged and honored the most was faith and without faith it is impossible to please God faith pleases him God delights in faith. The Bible says that anything other than faith is sin. So if you're living a good life without doing it by faith to please the Lord, he doesn't see it as good, 
but sees it as sin. Well, many things that we might regard as good, he might regard as sin. If you are not doing what you do in life by faith to please him, then it doesn't please him. So why do it? Turn to your neighbor and say, why do it? And the word of the Lord came to Abram, Genesis 15:1, in a vision saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what will I give? What will you give me, seeing I go childless? And Abraham said, Look, you've given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my uh, indeed, one born in my house is my heir, the servant. And so the Lord spoke to Abram, Behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven, and count the stars, if you are able, to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord. His response to God speaking the impossible was faith. And he believed in the Lord. And he, God, accounted it to him for righteousness. You know, putting your faith in Jesus Christ brings great reward. The Bible says, do not cast away your confidence which is of great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. There is great reward in placing your confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ. Placing your confidence in the promises of God. Hallelujah. There's great reward. And... Faith is a spiritual substance of the heart. Some people, they ask for prayer and it's like they don't let you talk hardly and they go, they just emphasise all the problems in their life. I got this, you don't know how bad this is, you got this and this and this and this and this. And it's hard to encourage them because they're trying to convince you how bad their situation is. You with me? Miracles are easy. Miracles can flow like water. We should be more taken with the Lord Jesus Christ and putting our faith in him, which he will reward than emphasizing our problems. Miracles are easy. Our God is a God of miracles. He blew and created the hosts of heaven. He created the stars. He didn't even have to move his finger. He just blew. The universe was created. It's easy for him. True faith rests in the heart.
true faith looks beyond and sees the promise of God. He rewards that type of faith. He rewards that type of faith. And even if your life is full of fear and anxiety and demonic stuff going on, oppression, keep that little mustard seed of faith. He sees it. The God who sees in secret. He is in secret, but he also sees what is in secret. Amen. The mere fact that you came into this building shows faith. You came shows faith. God honours faith. And the promises of God are inherited by faith and, what's the rest of the verse? Patience. They're like twin sisters. Faith and patience. Praise the Lord. Patience. From the time I was diagnosed with stage 4 melanoma cancer to the time the doctor said you have you don't have to ever see me again or have a scan was nine years. Patience. Some people walk out of a meeting and they, they're so mad with me because they weren't healed instantly. The promises of God are inherited by faith and patience. Patience is a manifestation of true faith. Patience is a manifestation of true faith. I know whom I believe. I don't understand what's going on, but I know and I believe and I hold on to my confession. Patience. <laughs> Praise God. And you look at the people who came to Jesus in faith and they were all rewarded for their faith. Hallelujah. They were all rewarded for their faith. The centurion, Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. But only speak a word and my servant will be healed. You know, some people just don't get it. They just don't get it. You don't need 10 minutes of prayer and shouting or whatever. Just say the word. Servant wasn't even there, dreadfully paralyzed. And we've seen this at Gem, people who have this tremendous faith and the person that they're talking about is not even present and some of them have been dying in hospital and you just speak, you just speak and they're healed. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Why not? Why do you have to go on and on and on? Why not just believe? Just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I'll say to this one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled. You know, there are people I've met 
over the or decades now praying for people and it makes their faith makes you marvel in fact some people have such a powerful faith I can't explain it but it practically knocks you over and you feel honoured to be in their presence assuredly I say to you I have not found such great faith not even in Israel and I say to you that many will come from the east and the west and sit down with Abraham Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven but the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth then Jesus said to the centurion go your way see he saw his faith now the reward go your way and as you have believed so let it be done for you and his servant was healed that same hour hallelujah turn to your neighbor and say just believe he is able so God is not just looking at your words or at your actions. He's looking at the source of what you're talking. He's looking at the source of your action. He's looking at your heart. Colossians 3.23 And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to man. You know, some people around you, they're manipulators. You just have to please them. If you don't say something, do something, they'll be offended. They're manipulating you. They're manipulating you. So you end up doing something for other people to please them. And you have no reward from the Father. Because you're just a doormat. Hallelujah. God didn't call you to be a doormat. To be a man pleaser. A woman pleaser. Hallelujah. You are a child of God. You have a father. Obey him. He loves you. Amen. Pleasing people is bondage. Hello? Pleasing people is bondage. He hasn't called us to slavery. Do whatever you do as unto the Lord, even if you are a slave on earth, because Paul talks about slaves. Whatever you do, do it unto the Lord. Do it heartily as unto the Lord, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done. There's no partiality. Amen. Examine your heart. Why do you do what you do in life? You do it for money? You do it to please people? Do it to please your husband? Do it to please your wife? Do it to please your kids? Or do you do it unto the Lord? Choose this day whom you will serve. Will you serve as a man pleaser or will you serve as a God pleaser? Choose. Hallelujah. There's something that seeks to rob your reward. Hmm. Chew on this. 
something that seeks to rob your reward. Paul talks about it in Colossians 2.16. That something is empty religion and there's plenty of it around today. Will rob you. Empty religion. Empty religion is but a shadow of the true reality of Christ. The thing about shadows is they're not real. When you turn on the light, when you shine a light on a shadow, it's instantly gone. Religion is a shadow. If you serve a shadow, it will rob you of your reward. Colossians 2.16, So let no one judge you in food and drink regarding a festival or a new moon or Sabbaths, which are a shadow of things to come. But the substance, everyone says substance, is of Christ. Let no one cheat you of your reward. Don't be deceived when, when religion presents itself to you as reality. The substance is Christ. Serve Jesus Christ. I was in a church and I was talking from the book of Hebrews about giving, how we give unto the Lord. And the pastor was not happy with me because I could hear him, I've been in his church, hear him talking about how you give to pay the electricity. You give to pay the needs of the church. You give unto the Lord. Amen. And from the Lord comes your reward. Let no one cheat you of your reward. So when you do good, there's a way of doing it. You do good in the name and presence of Jesus. It attracts the presence of God. The name of Jesus has presence, has atmosphere. You with me? Has glory. When you enter into that name, when you're talking or when you are acting, then that name will draw the reward of God. But when you do things for people without that name, there's no reward. John 9:38 John answered Jesus saying teacher we saw someone who does not follow us casting out demons in your name and we forbade him because he does not follow us all right someone is ministering in the power of the name of Jesus casting out demons but he's not part of our group Jesus said do not forbid him for no one who works a miracle in my name can soon afterwards speak evil of me. For he who is not against us is on our side. For whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name, when you do good to someone, you do it in his name. 
For whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name, because you belong to Christ, assuredly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. Hallelujah. Don't just do good. Any philanthropist can do good. Bill Gates, whoever. Do good. Give that cup of water. Help that child who's an, orf who's an orphan. Help that widow. Visit that person in hospital. Feed that person in the name of Jesus. And he will reward you openly. He will be pleased when you act in his name. Miracles happen in his name, but you can act in the same name that brings miracles in your daily life. Your life can be lived in that name. Anyone can use the name of Jesus, but not everyone has access to that name. If you belong to Christ, you can live your life in that name and receive divine reward. Hallelujah. And you know, one of the rewards is joy. There's joy. When you see people's lives changed and transformed by the power of that name that you're speaking and acting in, there's joy. Amen. Jesus is coming. His reward is with him. His reward is with him. Are you ready? What reward will you receive? For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life. He doesn't have to reward you. But he loves you and he loves being generous to his children. If you then who are evil, the Bible says, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? I believe it. I believe the word that he is ready to reward those who serve him, whose life pleases him, who live by faith. Amen. Let's just bow our heads. There are some here, you have a darkness, the darkness of sin. I see a darkness on you, the darkness of sin, of resentment, of fornication, of pornography of lying, of gossip, of jealousy, wanting to be like other people, coveting what other people have, their house and so on. I see a darkness of sin. Your soul, your soul needs to be sanctified. Your soul needs to be saved. You need to be forgiven. You cannot walk this life without Jesus. It's time to repent. It's time to forgive others. It's time to give up your addictions. It's time to give up and let Jesus Christ dwell in your heart by faith. It's time. Confess to the Lord whatever is your sin. 
Tell him he loves you. He's a loving father. He's a loving father. I would prefer that you confess your sin than that the Lord send me to you and I begin to prophesy in your life of the things that are blocking your fellowship with God, of your sins and so on. Confess right now he loves you. He will forgive you and he will reward you with holiness, righteousness and eternal life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. If tonight you have done business with God and confessed something to him, now put your faith in Jesus that he is rewarding you for your humility and confession. I want you, if you've done that in your heart and repented, I want you to put up your hand to Jesus. Say, Lord, I believe. I am forgiven. I am rewarded. I am blessed. I am washed clean. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Now, Lord, I pray, grace them with your mercy. Grace them with the Father's love. Grace them, Lord, with the Holy Spirit. Renew them in Jesus' name. I see darkness leaving people, darkness of sin leaving people. If the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. Hallelujah. You know the most important thing that new Christians did in the book of Acts? It wasn't join a church. It wasn't join a Bible study. It wasn't praying all night. The most important thing the new Christian did in the book of Acts was to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will teach you how to pray, will teach you the Word of God, and will lead you to a good church. Amen? He'll take over your life and bless you. Someone say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen.